Welcome to a very special episode of I'm a Podstar, Not a Doctor. My daughter's like, is that what you're wearing for the pod? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's what my, my, my daughter just went to bed and she looks at me. She's like, why are you so fancy? The best part is I'm all sweatpants, like waist down too. So that's, yeah, there it is. Sweatpants for days. I would do that, but I'm naked. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought you'd say. You look, you probably look like a Ken doll. <laughs> Gonna get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Cuff. Whoa, Cuff to the daddy. And my co-host, American Pharaoh. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, everybody. It's uh, the 16th episode of I'm a Pod Star, Not a Doctor, where we're just going to fuck around, have some fun, and you might fuck around and learn something on accident. Uh, what's up, Sharif? What's up, player? I uh, can't <laughs> believe this is our 16th episode. I mean, we joked earlier in the season. We were talking like, oh, this is our third. And it was like our second. And you said like fifth. It was our third. And here we are. <laughs> it's the end of 2023. This is going to be kind of like a, a great episode of recapping all we've done. And, you know, we started off as like two dudes just rapping back and forth. And <laughs> actually, it's funny. I, I get text messages actually people are listening to us which means we actually no have to do to better i do like no one's listening to us i do like trying to rap though <laughs> you know i'm glad you're a good surgeon because you're a terrible yeah. rapper but what else <laughs> you, you you do you i want you to keep trying maybe go to you rap know, school like uh like Cameron did in their first episode that's kind of what inspired it right like i feel when we had Cameron on i was like well he's a doctor i'm like i like to rap i'm gonna rap too i have a microphone now <laughs> I mean, and that's all you need. It sounds like you just get a microphone and you can immediately rap. I mean, Dude, you, so you I use the still... microphone. I use the microphone all the time. I was like on like uh, another committee meeting, like a professional committee meeting, and where I was being professional, but I had like my mic here, and everyone's like, "What's up with that mic?" <laughs> you know, it's funny. I did the same thing. I was on like this really professional meeting, and I brought it out, and they're like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "What do you? What, what's it look like?" Don't you have a mic? It's a mic. <laughs> You're like, don't you have a mic? I want to be heard. So I feel as though I, in order to be heard, I need a proper microphone. That's so. right. I see you dressed up today. You look good. What are you wearing? A little suit? A little blue suit? Well, or no tie? A little something. A little something. A little pocket square. You combed your hair and your beard. You look looking all dope. FTD. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> it, it takes me back to our Albert Lynn and uh, Christian Art episode where we talked style. So, you know, there's a Albert's little bit got of style. Albert's got mad style. I like his style. He's got the, he's, I do that, you know, like the tennis shoe suit, like I'm cool, but professional look. So know? we did that episode, I want to say maybe in late September, early October, and Chewy was about to start growing his beard out. I am very interested to see where he is right now in the Chia Pet phase. <laughs> 
How big is that bad boy right now? I need <laughs> to know this. These are things I need to know. It's the beard thing is weird. I'm still doing weird beard stuff. Like my PA's got a beard, and I was like, "Oh, you cut that right there." I do that too. And he's like, "I was showing him what I was doing with my beard." I'm like, "I'm growing it out right here to make it look like this." And he looked at me like I was crazy, but I don't know. What's the longest your beard's ever gotten? Dude, I can't like so. Some of my family members have like these really cool beards, and they comb them and stuff, and they're really big. And I've always wanted to do that, but it's just it's too big, and like you know, I don't want to like hit a patient in the face with it if I'm like trying to look at their shoulder. I know it's like Chewie's telling us that he's putting it, at, and it looks like it's coming out of the size of the underwear when he puts his mask <laughs> on. It sounds terrible, but yeah. like for me, it's like I can't let mine get too big, or else I can't get on an airplane. Uh, so one of my patients had a dope beard and it was like probably down to his belly button and he oh, had shit. it like braided like and it looked like a little elf's hat and like it, was... it looked like an upside down gnome yeah yeah that's what it looked it was so cool i was like oh, i wanted to touch it like well, can bobby, I touch buckets, it? bobby buckets is gonna get on a little bit i mean his is getting thick i mean he is it, it's funny you know to me in 16 episodes Bobby has become more assertive, more handsome. Yeah, he comes you know? his hair. It's it's it really is amazing. Like the best thing that ever happened to him is that his family got lice because his hair is gorgeous now. <laughs> gorgeous. I don't know if he didn't wash it before. I don't know what was going on, but it is it is lovely. Yeah, he puts he puts gel in it now. He puts the. I don't know. He puts the something in something. It is gorgeous. <laughs> it is gorgeous. Yeah. And then yep. I bet you when he showers and with that beautiful mane of his, I mean, he's probably screaming Adele. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's in there. Dude, just I can't like, sing. My wife would kill me if I sing in the shower, but I used to do that shit in college. I used to love singing you in, don't the sing in the shower. No, you know where I sing? Like, you know, in the hospitals, when you go up, I take the stairs. And then, like, instead of taking the elevator, you take the stairs and you get there really early in the morning. You get your head into a corner and you start singing. Dude, everybody sounds good. Like, the acoustics are wild. So, uh, <laughs> th that kind of goes along with uh, your veganism. Yeah. yeah. You take the stairs. You, you'll probably <laughs> crossfit it at some point. And then the fact that you sent me a picture of your license plate was... That wasn't mine. Someone someone had that. Vegan MD. Oh. Yeah. I really thought that was yours. It was vegan MD on a Tesla. It's like, no, tell was... me you live in California without telling me you live in California. <laughs> vegan MD on a Tesla. I feel like somebody would like, like put a dead animal on my car if I had that. I don't know that, you know, people are mean. Like, Fuck you, vegan. Here's a piece <laughs> of steak. Yeah. Eat this shit. I'd be like, no. It's like, <laughs> I don't do it because I just do it because I want to. I want to be plant-based. <laughs> I'll eat a tree bark sandwich. It's okay. <laughs> Now, what is your favorite? Okay, let me ask you this: Being that you're uh, vegan, what is your favorite condiment? Oh, con ooh. I don't know. I love ketchup. I love ketchup. I love ketchup, but hot sauce is like I can't live without hot sauce. So probably I have to say hot sauce, and then ketchup, and then like little pepper jalapeno things. So you start red, and then go towards the greens. Never get to the yellows like mustard. Oh, I do mustard. Mustard on French fries. I do that. But it has to be skinny what? fries. If they're fat fries, I can only do ketchup. And if they're they're kind of crinkly, crinklies, I usually do tapatio. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let me ask you that. You ever do you ever do ketchup and hot sauce? 
Yeah. Then they they we used to do that growing up. Tapatio okay. and, and Heinz. I didn't ask you when you did it. I just no, but it, so then it. then they made it. They actually sell it like that. It's like a Tapatio ketchup. Okay, fine. Maybe in yeah. California, Michigan, we we make our own. But how oh. about ketchup <laughs> and malt vinegar? No, no. That's an East Coast thing. It's tasty. Is is it? Yeah, it's super I like, tasty. I like vinegar. With uh, I'm gonna try it. Yeah. So ketchup and malt vinegar. Like a lot of malt vinegar, or just like a little no. bit. Uh, maybe you know if if I was Bobby Flay, I'd tell you maybe five to one, five ketchup okay. to what, one of vinegar. What kind of French fry though? What what kind of French fry would be best? Uh, potato. <laughs> like what shape? Like a crisco? It I sounds mean, like that's going on crisco. The shape is the shape changes the the French fry. No, the yes it does, dude. That's why people go to Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A has like the best crisco fries, and then people say McDonald's have the best fries. skinny fries. Yeah, skinny fries and then like Good fat fries. I'm telling you, a French fry is a French fry is a French fry. You no, want it's to not. Not to a vegan. Vegans eat fucking potatoes. Like we're like the potato masters. That's fine. So if you want to break it down into shape of potato, I can't believe yes. we're like this deep into the shape of potato conversation. This is called a rabbit hole. And the <laughs> listeners are like, I'm out. They're talking about the Dude, shape of a potato. I guarantee you there's people out there listening that care about the shape of their potato, dude. It's like a thing. Like certain people only get like certain types of French fries. Like, and it's it's really kind of based on the shape. Like, Well, I always find that fascinating when somebody says, I don't like mashed potatoes. You're like, it's, but you love French fries? Like the inside of said French fry is a mashed potato. Yeah. Or do I, don't, I don't like, like tomatoes and then they eat ketchup. Yeah, or the or I hate tomatoes. I love salsa. No, no, I don't do nightshades, bro. You want ketchup on your French fries? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like I don't get it. It's like I don't like shrooms, but then they microdose. It's weird. It's like I don't know how that works. <laughs> oh, oh my god, different. we digress. Look, we digress. So I dressed up too. Look, so I got my. I went full into my alter ego. You know, I got the I got the chain on with the with the little swaggy like sport coat. With hat with the little tilt, I do a little tilt. You see how? You see, how I, see do I like the point lapel with a single breasted suit. That is sharp. I like that. Now, did you borrow the chain from your dog? Because your dog has the same chain. <laughs> no, no. I borrowed it from my the same same. So why don't you tell everyone? Not everyone's seen your dog, and we're gonna have a whole episode on dogs. But you have a dog, <laughs> but you have a giant mastiff, which is like a small horse. Oh, we're gonna um, talk about my dog. My dog is the shit. So I walk, I walk around with this dog. He's bigger than me. He's 115 pounds. It's an Italian mastiff. Wait, that's 115 pounds? No, he, he's taller than me. So like if I stand oh, him up, he's, he's bigger than me. So he's 5'4", five, 5'5", five, five, like in, in height if you stand him up. Like he'll eat your head. Tiny, like, crunchy. <laughs> Dude, anyway, so I walk down the neighborhood with this dog and like people just like stare at him. Like he's huge and like he's so badass and he's like, He's got a collar and it says El Jefe on it because that's his name. And like people like will stop and like roll down their window and like, that's a dope ass dog. What kind of dog is that? And then he looks at them like he's going to eat them. It's awesome. <laughs> Does he ever respond? <laughs> like, I'm a mastiff, motherfucker. No, he's actually pretty chill. And like, he's a really good, you know, you, I use them to like see who's like, who's shady and not. And like, so if he barks at you and he doesn't like you, then I probably won't fuck with you. So let me ask you this. Now you have many of the two Frenchies. Who is the alpha in the house? Uh oh, the girl, man. The girl dog. My girl Frenchie. 
Dude, but the Frenchies, dude, the Frenchie, like, man, you could, I could steal your Frenchie and like, he'll come home with me and be like, oh, I love you. Like, they don't care who their owner is. Like, but you couldn't steal my big dog. My bill dog would be like, I don't belong to you and kill you. <laughs> yeah, I'm eat your face. Yeah. But then they look at Bobby's beautiful hair and the dog would probably be like, no, it's not like it. It's oh, I, can't, I can't wait for the for when we have this dog episode. We, we digress again. But like uh, the shit, I can't wait for that shit that comes out with Bobby. I feel we like Bobby's going to have like a poodle. Yeah, we <laughs> Why are you talking about the next season? We're supposed to be capping off no, this season. Know, like all about the spoilers. I'm just going to say we have an exciting season two. We're going to take a little break. You know, I, I said in the last episode that I started my own practice. So I got shit to do. I got I got to get the business. So you did this a few months ago. So I got to do the same. And in doing so, we're going to need a little break. And so we're going <laughs> to take a little break. So, but season two, I can't believe we're saying that because I didn't expect like this was actually real. I thought we were going to bullshit through three and be like, well, that fizzled. And uh <laughs> But that's not what happened, which is crazy. And it's actually been great. And so we've had a lot of great things happen over the, you know, this season, which was only, we started in September. I mean, so in three months, if you had told me that in three months, we would still be doing this, I would have said, okay, you're funny. Uh, I thought it was going to be like a COVID Zoom call of the three of us just drinking together, not actually <laughs> recording a pod. But here we are. No, it's been cool, man. I like it. I, I think uh, we got a lot of cool uh, stuff coming up, and it's going to be great, and, and we're having fun. Uh, thanks to all the listeners who support, obviously. Uh, so hopefully you're having fun on your drive home uh, when you're not trying to really be serious and you can fuck around with us. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate that because uh, I think we said it in one of the episodes. It's We, we think so much all day. And not even that, it's not even just thinking, it's not being cerebral, it's also being in the moment when we're operating. And it, it can it can take a toll of just, at some point, you just need a break. And so when I get on this, and I'm with my boy Cuff Daddy, and I can become my alter ego, American Pharaoh, and we can just bullshit, it's, it's kind of fun. And it's, honestly, it's the best part of my week, you know, professionally, and even though this is not very professional. <laughs> So to recap uh, the season, uh, we're, we're going to give out some awards uh, to and kind of go over some of our, our moments uh, of the last season. So let's bring out Bobby now. Bobby? <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite things. Over the <laughs> I want to get a sound effect. Like, I feel like you held out on this. Like, when we don't have sound effects. You have a whole theme song. <laughs> no, but if you go back to one of our episodes, he wants a whole mariachi band. Yeah, that's true. I do remember. That was, <laughs> that's what I was going to do. I was going to hire a mariachi band. Damn it! <laughs> all right, all right. Season two, I got you guys. Here's the promise to all the listeners: uh, Danny will have a mariachi band in season two, and you will have zero episodes talking about uh, me and lice and if I sing in the shower or not. Because I don't think anybody wants to hear about that again. So, <laughs> and just uh just to answer your question um i actually trimmed the beard two days ago a little bit because i was i started shedding all over the place like i was just leaving stray hairs all over the house and my wife was just giving it to me so um yeah I had to definitely settle down on that but uh anyways enough about me 
we are going to um, to go through the awards, like Cuff Daddy said. I'm going to um, try to prompt these guys a little bit. We're going to have some fun. So um, this is the first annual American Daddy Awards. I like the name. <laughs> Show I me like the little it. trophy again. Show me the little trophy. You want to see the little trophy? Yeah. We're gonna get a. We're gonna get this little trophy and mail it. Mail it to all the winners. So actually, it's just small in his hand. That'd be enormous in your hand, buddy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it's actually a lot bigger than that. It's like a beautiful. Foot tall. Bob, no one knows that Bobby's nine feet tall. He's very like true. <laughs> oh, no one, no one realized that's why he's so good at basketball. He crosses over kids because he just steps on them. <laughs> yeah, the oh, kids are shit. all my size. You guys are. Ridiculous. Actually, the uh, kids are taller, much taller. Dude, so yeah, so, like the seventh grade's taller than me, so I only, I only play with sixth graders. That happens. <laughs> oh man, you guys! Actually, you know, it's funny because it's true. Bobby. So Bobby sends me a text a few weeks ago, and he's like, "I'm inspired." I don't know if I should say this on the air because I don't want to give up our billion dollar idea. Uh, but he's like, "I was thinking of Danny, and I was thinking like he'll never dunk." Wouldn't it be cool if we set up a basketball league? Let's do it across the U.S. Build all these places around the country where it's eight-foot rims, and all these little little kings can go play hoops and dunk on each other. Like, <laughs> oh, so there'll be a height. There has to be a height restriction. That you have to yeah, be like exactly. Like I'm six two. Like I'd be out. No, I mean, I would be. I'd be like you know that Victor will be Hammond's dude. It's like I'm too tall. And we could play with the smaller ball. The little one, yeah, like the one from Chuck E. Cheese. Ball. The one oh, from yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, it's fucking on. How good an <laughs> idea is that? And then we were thinking maybe we'll put trampolines like in the in the lane. So like you just take flight. I mean, can you imagine the happiness of little kings like taking flight off a trampoline on an eight-foot rim? Dude, they but have that. Be... They have that at those like jumpy house places, man. I ain't trying to break my arm. Well, we'd have to bring uh you know, there was Cuff Daddy, and then there was Little Danny, and then there was Law Danny. So we'd bring Law Danny back to do all the waivers for everybody. Because that would be an attractive nuisance. <laughs> no, you're, I like how, I like it. It looks like a callback in comedy. I like how you called that back. That's we're nice. we're, we're going to call back all episodes. <laughs> so, Bob, just take it away, buddy. Yeah, you guys are just referencing everything already. I'm loving it. So... Um, all right, the first award of the night um, is going to be the Fuck Around and Find Out Award for most interesting thing that we've learned uh, while fucking around on the show. So um, to kick this <laughs> Fuck off, Around and Find Out, that's like what people say before you're going to beat somebody up. <laughs> well, here, I got a little video for you guys to get you in the, in the mood for this one. So, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, he knew it. I want to find out at a level of seven, okay? So I find that level on my graph and I come horizontally to my gradient line. Where it intersects with my gradient line, I'm gonna come straight down to where it intersects with my fuck around line. That there is gonna tell me how much I have to fuck around to find out what I need to find out. See, as you can see, the more you fuck around, the more you're gonna find out. And also, if you stay down here and you never fuck around, you'll never find out. So I hope this lesson. Yeah. Most interesting thing you learned while fucking around this season. So there was a ton of stuff. I mean, for one, 
I didn't realize how vegan Cuff Daddy was. I mean, he's super <laughs> vegan. And then, but I, I learned, I mean, let's, let's see. I mean, I learned how Kamran became a rapper. I learned about how a joke is constructed from Matt Khan. I learned that you can play 555 rounds of golf in a season. I learned tons of stuff. However, the thing I learned about the most, and I thought that was really super interesting, was when we had Mason on. And he went through the Malice of the Palace, which was the big fight that the Pistons and the Pacers were in in 2004. And it, it hit home because you and I live here in Detroit, and that was huge. I mean, suspensions for seasons of like players. I mean, it was crazy. It was like unheard of and unprecedented. So for him to be there on the court that night to tell us like what Ron Artest said to Ben Wallace and, and just kind of go through that. And then some of Ben Wallace's boys were just sitting around the arena. I mean, it was crazy. Like I didn't know any of that. Steve and Jackson wanted to start a fight. This is after now the push had taken place. Our test was on the table. Steven Jackson went after Derek Coleman because they're both street people. Derek stood there and just looked at him. But Derek's friends, you they started moving around in the arena like flies coming into the area. They could see the chatter. So where the usher was sitting, where Ron Artest was on the table, Derek Coleman's boy took that usher's seat and sat there. He was waiting to go on the floor because Steven Jackson was woofing at D.C. But Derek just smiled. So that went by. Then they go up into the crowd, and here comes Coach Larry Brown. He goes, why in the fuck don't you tell these people to sit the fuck down? I'm like, coach, I have no mic. They kicked the cords out of the mic. He says, where the hell is the backup? He picked up the backup mic, and it didn't work either. So then he just threw the mic to the floor, and... It was the it, it it got scary because then uh, Rick Mahorn, who was sitting uh, on the table with me, went into the to the crowd. It that was the scariest part to see. And he's player. a big dude. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. That was good. I I actually learned the most the last one with PSP Pat Saint Pierre um just about wine man like I've always like kind of liked wine but like just hearing him like know so much about something was like really awesome because I love people who know a lot about stuff that's why I like doctors because they know a lot about medicine but I like that he knew a lot about wine and then uh, most times it's a it's a it's a mixture of uh, moral and uh, limestone. So limestone is really good for things like Chardonnay and things like that. And Pinot Noir, you want to have a mixture because the limestone gives you the acidity, but the marl and the clay is what gives it the body. And then the different minerals in the soil can contribute to what the structure is as far as tannins, which are the, the, the tightness that you get at the end of the, the bottle. So, um, so Torah means just that. It's it's what makes Burgundy special compared to everybody else. 
That was such a good answer, and I feel stupid because in my little note, so I would remember, I wrote dirt. <laughs> but you said it just said dirt. It so much better. And then uh, I learned not to pick a cab, a Napa cab at a restaurant, dude. I didn't know that. We went out last night, and we we're like, "Oh, what did he say?" All right, Napa's are gonna overcharge. Let's get something from Italy. <laughs> that literally it's so funny you Italy. say that. I was at dinner yeah. last night too, and I picked the Barolo from Italy, and I I didn't even look at the Napa cabs. I mean, they yeah. were dead to me. I mean, I didn't look. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to get over overcharged. I know. I hope there's nobody listening from Napa who's just like, oh, motherfuckers. these bitches. <laughs> it's like when you go to Vegas and you have to spend like, like what, like a thousand dollars on like a two hundred dollar bottle of alcohol just because it's you're at the table. Like it's a joke. Oh, but the, it, it comes with sparklers and some chicks in bikinis that are going to deliver it, so it, it makes it totally worth it, right? And they hold a sign <laughs> up that say, "Happy birthday, Plant Daddy." They force you to buy it. You're like, how am I going to spend so much money on alcohol? Like, like who spends like, this much money? This and have you ever? I don't know if you've ever seen, but there's like all these videos with like places with the lights turned on. And so, like, for instance, have you ever seen like what is that one place at Disney, the uh, magic at the Magic Kingdom? What's the uh, whatever, what's the mountain one? The oh, Matterhorn Space Mountain, no, the roller coaster inside that's in the dark. Matterhorn, no, it's not the Matterhorn, but anyways, have you ever seen that with the lights on? It looks totally different. Now, have you ever seen that booth that you just spent $10,000 on with the lights on? No. What does it look like? Like you're at Ponderosa. I mean, it's a regular booth, but it's 10000 when it's nighttime and there's a DJ doing it. But yeah, I got to buy a $2,000 bottle of booze times four so I could get this $10,000, whatever. It's, it's just, that's Vegas. It's all for the experience. It's all yeah, the experience. it's all about the experience. Just like this place. <laughs> all right who wins bobby I, I, there's there's everybody's a winner at uh at the first annual adas i mean oh, there's no 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 there's no, no, there's here, no so. participation awards in this motherfucker i mean we need oh, there's two there's two winners to each category yeah these are just people are getting winners it's not a contest are we sending them swag like what's happening here i i think we're gonna have to send out some swag um, i have so much go. merch now look i got this fucking pot star like hydro flask right here See that? We got t-shirts, we got hats. <laughs> we got I, wear the, I wear the t-shirt to work under my white coat now. Oh I, God, just, I, I love that you guys have t-shirts and hydroflasks yeah. and stickers and microphones, and yet I'm over here with jack shit. I got nothing. You have a, you have a beautiful tuxedo on 007, so you're fine. Yeah. And, well, that's what we were saying. Like Danny's Danny's over here getting ready for like Teen Choice Awards. Sharif's going. <laughs> Sharif's going to the Grammys, and I'm showing up for the Oscars. Like that's just what we got. Yeah, we got different messages for awards. Nickelodeon awards. <laughs> what's the next one? one? What's what's the next oh, one? Sure. All right, all right. Next, uh, the next award um, is the "Did We Just Become Best Friends" award for favorite co-host moment. What? Ooh. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Go ahead. All right. Oh. So I uh, I pulled up a couple of the reels um, from what you guys had said was your favorite moments um, of one another's. So I'm going to bring these up. We can watch them together and then uh, reflect a little bit and have some fun. So let's see if the sound actually works on these. All right. This is Sharif's favorite uh, co-host moment. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, shit is funny, man. I laugh a lot. I'm a happy person. <laughs> no, it is funny. I just love all the different laughs, depending on if your microphone and internet work. <laughs> Dude, that was pretty it, it, funny though. That, that that was a good. I got. I tried to get you like and try to like fuck with you online with like something like that, but that was a good one, dude. That um, was. I, I love that one. It made me happy. And that one, that one, people would text me, and be like, "Is that really like?" I'm like, seriously, that's an hour and a half every week of Danny just dying. And it's the best. It's like, it's brought my blood pressure down. Dude, fuckers are funny on this show. That's why. It's well, that's funny, um, it's funny because my... after, oh. so after the first few episodes, I started to get into a little bit of a rhythm with the editing and piecing this together. And I just marked down every week because I'm trying to figure out what to use for that, um, that cold open. Right. So we're, we're getting some behind the scenes looks right now. I'm trying to figure out what to use for the cold open. And after like week five or six, I just started listening for Danny's laugh. I'm like, and I just check it off. I'm like, oh, Danny laughed there. Just use whatever's before that. One. <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> oh, that's a, that's good. I, dude, but it's so easy. You do it a hundred times every time we record. It's fantastic. It's um, almost like right. we could just listen. If we, we, you know, the way he records it, we're all separate, you know, audio files we could just listen to yours and it would just be laughter that's it <laughs> i ask questions to people sometimes and do stuff yeah you do a little <laughs> bit you, you earn your keep it's fine we'll keep you and and do stuff i, I want to stay right. guys you can stay you can we stay, can't guys. let you go before we get our like netflix and or hulu show <laughs> From, from your words, from your mouth to God's ears. What's exactly. the next one? What's the next one? All right. We got Danny's uh, favorite moment of Sharif. I'm going to play this whole clip for you guys here. I hear shit. All right, yeah. I'm ready. I don't got a beat. So are you just going to go go with no flow? Acapella? No. Yeah, yeah. Just hit the flow, bro. Hit the flow, bro. <laughs> give me a beat with, give me a beat on the desk, CJ. Give you something. There we go. Rock fight. Yeah, dude, the bongos were fire. I was like, where the hell did this come from? And like the beat was tight. And I was like, oh shit, I see you, Sharif. Like hidden talent. I love hidden talents. I'm a drummer, Bubba. Are you really? Yeah, I got my drum set downstairs. That's you dope. Come over, you just I, bring, I wish bring the Bring your accordion and I'll play drums. We'll have a blast downstairs. <laughs> it's funny you say that, dude. That's like the one thing like that I want to do is like play an instrument. I try to teach, uh, learn the piano. That didn't go so well. I got to find a better instrument. But after talking to Pat St. Pierre and I was like, dude, I'm going to do that. Like toward the end, like learn an instrument. You know, Maybe it's funny. I know that it's in there somewhere. I mean, so I play drums, uh, but my daughter, my oldest plays piano and she's, phenomenal and can play by ear as well as read and she's been playing since she was five so and she is just 
unbelievable to watch. And so then I'll play a song and she'll be like, uh, all right, hold on. And then she'll just start playing it. I'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. So I know it. I mean, she got it from me. You know, I, I like the thing. <laughs> Probably. No, we'll see. That's how I am. That's how you and I are with surgery. We watch one and then we're like, all right, I got it. <laughs> see one, do one, teach one. I still do that. That's it. I mean, you. All right, Bobby, what you got? All right. Uh, third category. This is the last of the formal awards going out, and then we can throw out some honorary mentions as well. But uh, the third one is the Keeping It 100 episode or award for an episode or segment that you think about the most since we've recorded it. So, Sharif, uh, you go first. Give us what you got. Hmm. I actually, you know, the one I think about because I laugh, but it, it's not the one I think about all the time is uh, when our guest Molly Sullivan had our pictures up behind her and which was super creepy. And so she had Danny's like picture from a couple years ago when he was still meat eater Danny. So he's a little chunkier. And then there is my picture from somewhere. I don't even know where she got it. And then it fell down halfway through the interview and we just kind of glossed over that. But that one I think about just because like that was so weird, uh, but still funny. But I think the one that I go ahead. No, what? that was so cool, man. Like just was really I was cool. tripping out when like we looked on the wall. We're like, is that pictures of us? I know. And I was like, hold on. But it was a little creepy. I won't lie. It was like, who the hell has some pictures of us? And it was like. And it was like circa like four years ago pictures of us. It's, it's like, That's badass. Really? Like I want to do that on like one of like we should just do that randomly. Like when we have like our other zooms and just like have people of like like pictures of like the people we're on the zoom with and see if they pick it up. Well, we're about to, we're about to be guests on a couple podcasts in January. We should do that to those guys. That'd be funny. Well, and we'll credit Molly for that. No, but I think the, the the things that I think about, and, and it's multiple episodes, is how we've helped coin new nicknames for people. <laughs> and my favorite is the Lebanon Don. I mean, come on, that's too good. Lebanon Don. It fits him. It fits him perfectly. That's I've, that's why I've always called Joe Boo the Lebanon Don, because that's how I see him. He's like, he's the Lebanon uh, Don. And so it's funny because I talked to a couple of people and they're like, hey, that was a great episode with Lebanon Don. Or they're talking about Shoulder 360 and they're like, hey, the Lebanon Don. And I'm like, how is this, how is this mainstream now? He's going to kick our ass. The seven people who listen have spread the have spread the word. It's a, small, it's a small circle of 14. And all of your nicknames. You were Cuff Daddy, Seed Daddy, Plant Daddy, Flex Daddy. Uh, am I missing any, Bobby? I think Veg Daddy at one point. Veg Daddy. Yeah. He's late. He's always late. Late oh. Daddy. <laughs> Anyways. Late. No, that's oh, what I, that's what I Yeah. I love it. All right. We're going like... to roll over to Danny's. Hold on. I got a, I got something to show. This is Danny's thing he thinks the most about uh, award here. Let's oh, see if he's this sound works. Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Oh, one horse-sized duck, dude. A hundred little motherfuckers, they will eat you. Yeah. I, yeah. No, that would be scary as shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would, regardless of what this was, I would have said the one. Yeah, I only the one. Figure out, I only have to figure out how to, to kill one. 
you got a hundred fuckers coming at you from every side. But, they might be a hundred ants or a hundred bees. But, no thanks. But that's the thing. There's a hundred small, tiny horses. You just get higher. They can't get to you. And you can approach from, from up top. A horse-sized fucking duck that can fly at you aggressively? So wait, no, wait, wait. No, I'm not messing with that. <laughs> I oh, you didn't say you can fly. It's a it's duck. A duck. <laughs> of course you can fly. <laughs> I had this conversation a couple of times, like in between patients, and I asked somebody, I was like, hey, you know, I posed a scenario and and I was thinking about it. I, I still think I would want to fight the the one duck, because like we don't really know how well it can fly, right? Like cause it's pretty heavy. So like I'm thinking it's not gonna be that fast. So I'm still gonna I think that's the better answer for sure. Because like these little guys, dude. Little guys can be fast and like, and then you're screwed because like, you know, like three or four of them get on you. You're like, ah, ah, ah. And then they just come at you like birds, like in the movies. So you think it's like a Pegasus, like a horse that can fly. That's how, that's how big. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. His defense was all the little ones can come at you like birds. Yeah. When the big one literally is a bird that's going to be. But we don't know you. how it can fly. It probably doesn't fly very well, you know. Or, or, or like how high it could get, right? What is it so, like? Some cockeyed duck that can't like is like flying. I feel like, like we need more information. Wing. I feel like we need more information. We need to see like uh, how these animals move. Before <laughs> I so, Bobby, yeah. can you please set that up for next season? Maybe during the summertime, we'll do go outside and we'll have some uh, small horses and a giant duck, and we can do um, a real live, you know, scenario. That'd be perfect. That's what Danny wants. Horse-sized duck. I've got a guy, so uh, I'll reach out. We'll make it happen. You know, if your your guy better have shrooms because that's the only way this is happening. <laughs> that duck that probably can't shit. fly. <laughs> He's still but, uh, duck can't fly. <laughs> these these are important questions. Like I feel like you need to know things like this. Like what? Like this is another question. Like okay, if you have to be a I like Star Wars. <laughs> If you have to be a yeah. Star Wars character, Shree, if you have to be a Star Wars character right now, you have to pick because you're fighting for your life. Like, which Star Wars character are you going to be? Go. Chewbacca. Okay, you, Bobby. Um, fuck, Sorry, I wasn't paying attention for me. I was jotting down notes. Star Wars, um, Star gotta, Wars character. Uh, be your Star Wars character which, which now. Star Wars Go. character to be? Go. I just pick anybody. Uh, Give me... What, um, who'd you fucking pick? Bo- Boba Fett. Oh, Boba. shit. All right, I'd do Kylo Ren. Why the fuck would you pick Chewbacca? Like he sucks. Because <laughs> I can already do his voice. Dude, that guy sucks. So, and then everyone else. That guy sucks. That guy sucks. The dark side has the Like the dark side has the dopest gear. It's all black and red, and they have red sabers, and they have both sides of the force. I mean, I don't really know if they're that evil. I think it's skewed. So I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced. So I'd always pick a dark side. <laughs> It's, it's propaganda. It's like Instagram, right? It's 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 pushing you one way, but they're actually the better ones. It's all perspective, right? It's just uh, we'll write a screenplay from uh, from the dark side's perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think right now you shouldn't worry so much about Star Wars and maybe figure out how your internet's going to work tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, there's no cure for the bad LA internet. So one of my favorite parts of this season with Bobby was the joke I told. That was good. (laughs) 
<laughs> I heard a great joke on the Kelsey podcast the other day. I was, do you guys want to hear it? Yeah, yeah. Sure. So we're sitting in a room and there's there's like all a bunch of people and everyone's like super excited. And then the one guy's like, dude, I think I might be the fastest human on earth. And so he like does what he does and they take his time. He's like, wow, it's pretty good. So they send it into uh, Guinness Book of World Records. Guinness Book of World Records kind of hangs on to it, plays it for a little bit. During this time, another guy says, you know what? I think that I am probably the person with the longest fingers on the planet. And they're like, no, I, I don't know. But he's like, takes pictures, sends it in, they measure it. So now it's with Guinness Book. Last guy's like, I'm pretty sure I have the shortest dick in the world. So they measure it and they send it into the Guinness Book of World Records. Weeks go by. So the first guy gets a letter and says, oh, my God, I got it. I'm the fastest guy in the whole world. And the other guy opens up his envelope and he's like, oh, my God, I do have the longest fingers in the world. Last guy opens up the letter. He's like, fuck, who's Bobby Domofsky? <laughs> Got him. Oh, shit. That is great. I love Got it. Got him. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I Got him. It was so unexpected. Like I did not expect you to deliver it as well as you did. It was fantastic, man. <laughs> I'm here uh, to please. I'm here to please. I may not Bobby, be a good surgeon, but sometimes I'm funny. No, I heard you're pretty good. We're on the block. I'm doing my best. <laughs> we all do our best. I like messing around with Bobby. And then I've had a couple of people come up to me and like listen, they listen to the show. They're like, why are we fucking with Bobby? <laughs> I, actually like, got, uh, I actually got asked, does Danny not like Bobby? <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, no, dude. I just like fucking with him because like, it's funny. And it's, so it's kind I, of funny. I got, a, I got a text from Scott Sigmund from the Ortho Show. And he's like, hey, do you want us to produce your show? Because it sounds like Danny doesn't like Bobby at all. I'm like, easy, bro. <laughs> Easy. Easy. We love Bobby, but I think that Danny is jealous that Bobby is tall enough to play basketball. (laughs) Well, I mean, listen, the reality is I am pretty sure Danny is just jealous on so many levels. That's what it comes down to. I like to razz you, rifle you up a little. You got the nice hair, you know. I was going to say, he's talked about my hair every single week. You got a beautiful (laughs) beard. There's no gray. You got a beautiful nose ring. I mean, yeah. it's like we got a sleeve of tats. I mean, we I I'm jealous. You have a bow tie. I I got a collection, man. Every every week I'll start popping one out for you guys. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I need dinosaur shirts. <laughs> bow ties <laughs> with dinosaur short shirts. Got it. Um, this is just gonna get silly in season two. So, um, no, but I like I just want to wrap up my part, and I'll let you guys keep doing your thing, but. Um, I want to say my one thing I took out of the season two, because like you guys said in the beginning, I, I didn't know if this was going to fizzle out after three episodes or what, too. It was kind of a leap of faith for all of us working on this thing together. Um, but I appreciate you guys just putting yourselves out there. I mean, I've worked with enough docs to, to know that it's like, you know, it's, it's a little fine line between just opening up and being yourself and staying professional. And we've had that conversation plenty and you guys people want to hear this side of you guys. Uh, that's the reality of it. I mean, people are intimidated by doctors, but you guys are just you. 
you know, and, and I think you're showcasing that. And I think more docs need to do it because the more you can showcase your personality, patients get to know you before they even step in the door. Um, and just outside of a business perspective, like you guys, it's been fun, right? You guys need a break from all this shit. And we have fun every week. We like we joke <laughs> around. Um, we always wake up the next morning just texting and, and whatever. And it just puts us all in a different mood. And I, I love that for you guys. So I appreciate the the commitment and all you guys are doing for the show here. No, no, we appreciate you, Bobby Buckets. Yeah, I mean, without you, do it without you, Bobby. And yeah, I, I know. Like you don't gotta say it. I know. I'm definitely unintimidating. I don't. I don't think people come up to me like, "Oh, look at this little guy. He's 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 scary. <laughs> he smiles a lot. He's like a little. He's one of the little horses. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I think you know Bobby said it best because there's a certain. There's a certain thing we're supposed to be as physicians. And let's be honest, when you look at me, I mean, I have a man bun. I have a, you know, uh, it's like, it's when you walk into my office and you say, that's my doctor. Uh, I mean, I don't fit that bill. I mean, and then when people walk in to see you, you probably don't fit that bill. And because you look very young. Uh, and I've been getting that a lot. Which is a good thing. Yeah. And, and it's okay, but, but Bobby's right. It's like what we've done and, you know, there's a fine line of, did we go too far? Did we not go too far? And it's funny, the first few episodes, we would write Bobby the first thing in the morning and be like, hey, cut that part out where we said this, 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 and this. By the end, we're like, fuck it. And it was, not because, I think maybe we're a little bit more aware of our, our boundaries here. However, it's it's been fun because like I've enjoyed our banter back and forth because in all reality, this would be the conversation we would have sitting at a bar and it wouldn't be any different. It wouldn't be any more over the top or under whatever it's, this would be it. For sure, man. It's, it's been great. Uh, I look forward to doing some more. I hope all our listeners enjoy hanging out with us and being pod stars and not doctors for like about an hour or so a day. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Uh, I know I've been listening to more podcasts uh, too, and, and I found some good ones that I actually like to listen to and I'm a little more serious. So uh, thanks for coming to this uh, unserious, uh, just fucking around podcast that we have. Yeah. And uh, we're looking forward to next season already. I, I can't wait to show you what we're, we got in, in store. We got some really cool stuff coming. Um, and be on the lookout for our merch. And that's one of the things that's fun, is like to get the text messages from those that know us saying, hey, that was a great episode. I mean, one of my uh, old colleagues, uh, who's the shoulder guru, who's retired now, but Chris Klepper out of Indiana, he's sitting there blowing me up each week saying, love this, love that. I mean, and that's just one of many episodes where I've gotten that. I know Cuff Daddy's had the same. So we are so appreciative that you guys are listening. I'll keep going. Because uh, <laughs> no. I'm looking everybody, at Danny, he's just staring at me. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to our uh, first award episode wrapping up season one. Uh, it's of I'm a pot star, not a doctor, featuring your boy Cuff Daddy signing out. The American Pharaoh saying thank you for the first annual American Daddy Awards for I'm a pot star, not a doctor. Find us wherever you find your podcast. Also find us on socials, including Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And also find, and I'm going to throw him a shout out at 4MJSocial.com, who is our exclusive producer of 
I'm a pod star, not a doctor. <laughs> Peace. Gonna get a lot of dough. Anything is possible. Turn me up in the headphone. Yeah. Grind it, get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. Yeah. Grind it, get a lot of dough and dirt the water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. I grind it, get a lot of dough and dirt do all the obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold. Stack that bread and buy my nose. Anything is possible. All I know is get paper. All I do is get paper. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent.